Hey, hey, what's up everyone? This is Justin from Plated by Dads. This is the first time that I'm going live on this channel and I'm gonna be doing some cool food interviews, people in the industry, uh, people who are chefs, people who are just doing things in the food world. So my first guest today is Marcus Hollinger. Marcus is the co-founder of Portrait Coffee in Atlanta, Georgia. He's also the senior vice president of Reach Records, a record label. So I'm having Marcus come on to talk about Portrait Coffee and all the great and amazing things that they are doing. I know I said 9.30, my phone crashed right as I went live and I had to, had to do it again. So here we go. Marcus is joining us now. Yo, yo. Yo, what's up, Justin? How you doing, man? Good, man. Uh, I'm glad to have you. I know it. I know it's kind of late, but I know you have a young one, so that young one is probably sleeping now. Yeah. Yeah, it's good timing. It's good timing. Mine are being put to bed right now, which was some of the chaos of why I was a little late and then my phone crashing right before I jumped on. <laughs> but I everybody, everybody, this is, this is uh, Marcus Hollinger. The, v the senior VP of Reach Records and co-founder of Portrait Coffee. Uh, this is my Plated by Dad's page. Some people tuning in might know me from Rapzilla and the things I do there, but I'm a big, like, fat kid inside who loves food, <laughs> loves restaurants. And uh, this is my Plated by Dad's page, uh, my page where I post lots of pictures of things that I cook and also pictures of other dads uh who can chef it up in the kitchen and doing cool things so i kind of wanted to open it up to people in the food industry chefs um someone like yourself who's making coffee and i don't know anything about coffee because i don't drink coffee so i was like let's really let's really like put myself to the test and talk about something i have i know nothing about so you obviously love coffee yeah. So can you kind of speak on that love and that passion for coffee and then how you made that transition into, you know, a business into, into something that, that you were going to pursue? Yeah. Um, so, you know, coffee, I think I got it. I tell, I tell people, man, I either like really, really good coffee or I like trash coffee. Um, <laughs> you know, I first started drinking coffee. I was a senior in high school. And um, I think I was working like three jobs to make money for, um, you know, to go to college. And one of the jobs I had was I was working at the mall, I was working at Taco Bell, and I was working at um, Goodyear as a mechanic. And wow. uh, man, working in the, working in that shop, um, I'd get up, you know, six o'clock for work and go, you know, do oil and tires and I, that's when I started drinking coffee. You know, the other mechanics would 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 make coffee. It was terrible, um, but I needed it uh, to you know to get through the day. So that's why I still love trash coffee. Uh, to this day. <laughs> Fast forward a little bit, um, getting into yeah, Brandon, you know how it is. Uh, fast forward a little bit, getting into college. Um, I think I started really getting into coffee for real, for real. Um, I learned about like the French press and things like that. And 
uh, it was it was more so the ritual, you know, and I think that stuck with me even, you know, even to this day, like, I, it's the ritual, man, like, just that waking up in the morning, having something to slow me down mm-hmm. a little bit, something to give me um, just that cause for pause. Uh, jump forward a little bit more, a friend of mine, uh, Ray Spears was in town, I'm living in Atlanta, and he took me to um, Brash Coffee, and he was just, you know, really into it. And he ordered an Ethiopian, you know, we go to the county, say, yo, let me get the Ethiopian. And I was like, how, how do you order coffee by reading? <laughs> I okay, I don't get it. And um, that was like another step forward for me just in the coffee journey. Um, and, you know, fast for a little bit more, I get this roommate, my buddy Aaron, he's super into it. He's got, the, I mean, he has like a lab, uh, you know, with the Chemex. And I, I didn't know what these things were, it looked like, science chemistry stuff mm-hmm. um and so you know just him being my roommate he he won he just come back from a trip to rwanda and he was kind of telling me all about like the geopolitics of coffee and i'm a big if you really want to kind of get me going you know start talking to me about you know justice issues things like that helping people giving back and i'm, I'm yeah there. and he presented coffee to me from that angle we become friends. Another one of my buddies, John, super into coffee. Every time I go to his house, he's making coffee and I'm tasting blueberries and crazy stuff and I'm getting into it. And um, man, I, you know, and so just, just by association relationship work, you know, and um, I got into it on the business side because, you know, my buddy Aaron, you know, really smart guy, someone I believe in. And uh, he comes to me one day, he's like, hey man, I'm thinking about starting a coffee company. You know, and I'm the kind of guy, like, I'm always like, yo, go for it. That's my thing. I'm like, yo, I think you could do it. If there's any way that mm-hmm. I could, if there's any way I could support you, you know, let me know. I'm down. I'll pull, you know, my network, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm right, right. out. And uh, he's like, okay. And he goes off. He writes the business plan. And then he comes back to me. And he's like, man, actually, I think, I think you should partner. You should be, I want to bring you in as a partner on this and i was like yeah great <laughs> you know more so <laughs> just uh really wanted to to see him you know just to really get behind him you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. started the company man it's just been going crazy people have really been supporting it so yeah man that's that's awesome so from mechanic super humble beginnings mechanic working your way up a record label doing all sorts of marketing into where you're at now and now a, a coffee entrepreneur um which is pretty crazy yeah it's uh it, it's crazy when you when you speak to people like in our space like our creative space it's like what did you do like for me it was like what did you do right before you became a journalist i was teaching science at a summer camp and delivering pizza <laughs> and then like right out of college and i don't even know anything about science there was just an opening at a camp and my friend ran the camp and he's like hey we have a teacher spot at a camp available and yeah. he goes, it's the highest paying one. I was like, oh, cool. What is it? It's like, you got to teach science. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And then from doing that, from delivering pizzas, and then I become a journalist. So it's just, and, and all through that time of being a journalist, they always say that journalists like working all through the night, whatever. And it's always like they have a cup of coffee is like their best friend. Yeah. And that was never me. So I have to, maybe I have to try now. Now I'm like in my thirties and now like a dad of two. So it's like, maybe I will transition into that coffee soon enough. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I watched your video, you know, about the name of Portrait Coffee. You know, essentially, it's it's trying to capture the picture of of Black history, paying homage to your ancestors. You know, pictures worth a thousand words. You say in it. So, and, and even getting that Atlanta culture involved. So, how did how did that name specifically like how did it land on Portrait? Because it has all those like different meanings in it. Um, so, you know, I think like when it comes to branding, um, you know, that's what I do by trade. So by now yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a fairly modular process that, uh, you know, get a group of people together for a cause, um, and we go through the process and then, you know, just, just through trust in the process, you know, the, the output comes out and, you know, that trip to Rwanda for Aaron, I think he had a few things going on, like you know, the reality that he had worked in coffee throughout Atlanta a bunch. And mm -hmm. there there's the side of coffee that we see on the state side and to be to be, you know, um all you know, to 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 speak a little bit to my experience, you know, I never really felt comfortable going into coffee shops because it always felt as if there were a certain aesthetic that I just didn't really that that didn't feel welcoming to me you know it didn't feel that i didn't feel like i could be comfortable in the space because one it's a very tech specialty coffee is very technical it's very you know people are serious about it but yeah. then secondly it, it it seemed to um attract a certain aesthetic of person you know what i mean the the white guy with the flannel that likes um um uh bunny bear uh at the time that was that was what it was about that wears the red wing boots and i mean you know i'm all for other people expressing themselves but when it mm -hmm. starts to seem like a overarching aesthetic and there's something you know protective about that i i tend to sort of you know i yeah. you know out of respect for myself um i tend to mm -hmm. want to keep keep a, a, a healthy amount of distance and so um just with that man it was you know knowing that on that coffee only comes from places where black and brown people are but then when you go on the state side you don't see black and brown people on the on the retail side you don't see black and brown people on the on the cafe and the cafe side and we say you know what we want to change that you know because because if there's representation on the side where coffee is being produced and where coffee is being grown and it was black and it was black farmers in ethiopia that discovered coffee as a as a drink then mm -hmm. it should only it, it, it would only be just to, to start to bring that representation on the other side of things so right now i feel that that's awesome so one you kind of touched on this a little bit maybe you can go deeper but the video kind of mentions the different levels and hoops that people have to jump through in this coffee hierarchy like this kingdom of coffee so can can you break that down a little more yeah i mean it with, with so coffee and this, these are all things that i've learned throughout the process mm -hmm. right coffee is the second most consumed beverage next to water globally what yeah um so when you think about that this is a major industry and the number of coffee drinkers is it's not slowing down people aren't drinking less coffee the minute you have a cup of coffee and it and it hits you i mean you're you're in it for you're a lifer right yeah so you can just start to think about like the economic opportunity that's there you know and when you look at it as a commodity 
the 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 process of importing the pro that from farm to import to distribution all of those types of things um there there will sort of be this there's no incentive to want to be telling people who are not fitting the mold to come in right yeah. you have a you have a stake in not making that an inclusive environment and so um I think just by rote, it's a, it's something that, you know, it's not on our radars and it's not something that folks are just welcoming us into even the cop, even the coffee shop experience. It's not a space that you're well, that you're necessarily um, welcomed in. So I think right there, you can kind of start to see already how those things compound and it's not a welcoming yeah. environment. Uh, one other aspect of our story is, um, the parallels that you see in Atlanta, you know, we all live on the Southwest side of Atlanta and it's rapidly gentrifying. Um, and, you know, if you know anything about the West end of Atlanta, there's a lot of history here, right? This is where, yeah. this, this is the, you know, a lot of civil rights folks, King, you know, Abernathy, all those folks, you know, they had set up shop here, but now as the economic opportunities are starting to flow, these people are being pushed out. And so we wanted to bring those two things together to not only, project a picture of black representation in coffee, but also bring that picture and then bring that dignity, you know, to our neighborhood as well. So. Yeah, man, that's super dope. I, I, lo I love that. I love that for sure. Now I, I looking through your, you know, Instagram and pictures, even your page uh, portrait went through a little bit of a rebranding. So what was, what was the purpose of like, you know, doing a little bit of a reset. Yeah, yeah. I think the 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 purpose really that's kind of twofold. I think, you know, um it was what we had at first was good. No one was really no one on the outside was really asking for a rebrand or it, it didn't really seem like right, you right. know folks really needed that. But I think for us just in knowing how we wanted to articulate ourselves, it just felt like that first run didn't quite capture what we were going for and then secondly the way that the brand and the business has sort of started to take off and the the income the inbound request yeah. that we were starting to get it really seemed as if we we wanted to be able to, to position ourselves for uh for what was coming we want to show up well so you know some opportunities now you know you you go to grocery stores in atlanta you go to other coffee shops in Atlanta and, and, and they're carrying portrait. So we wanted to be able to articulate our presence in a way that when you walk in, so many people love the store, so many people identify, so many people support it. And even down to, you know, the typography choices, we wanted people when they walk in the joint to immediately say like, yo, they got portrait here. And they yeah. can, you know, they can show their support. So Yeah, that's awesome. It's like it's like a cultural community movement like mm -hmm. for Atlanta. That's dope. absolutely absolutely love it, man. Um, all right, so let's talk about some of the collabs. I saw this. This was so cool. I didn't even know about it. Uh, the foot the bill program with Vans. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, I saw. I was like, whoa! I was like, this is really like dope concept they got going on. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, it's funny because um, you know one of my best friends, you know, this guy since we were in seventh grade. I think he's in here, uh, Jamie. Uh, man, we 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 became friends from shoes, and shoes is something that we've been into since we yeah. were in seventh grade. And when he saw it, he hit me up and was like, "Ah, oh, man, it's a big deal, bro! I can't believe it! You know, you got your own shoe." Um, but it really, man, it, I think that the Vans thing came about like many of the things that have come about through Portrait. Just 
folks really identify with the story. So their marketing folks reached out and and they were like, hey, man, we love what you guys got going on. We want to support you. And, you know, um, it was really as simple as that. So our team was really excited and, you know, we wanted to express ourselves and give our bring that delight to our community. And and yeah, it was it was just as simple as that, man. <laughs> it was just as simple as that. Yeah, that's super dope. And then the other one, of course, is the unashamed. Co it's backwards, but it says unashamed coffee uh, preamp. So what was I? I know you have an in there to make that happen, but how did, like, nah, Marcus, you got to talk to yourself. Nah, man, we can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but how did, how did, you know, that come about and how did, uh, how did Reach Records enter the, the coffee game? Yeah. Well, I mean, again, like the folks at Reach also really key to my experience with coffee. Like, you know, you got folks like Ben Washer, who's someone I've always looked up to, some I respect and love. Um, and then you got Biz who also uh, our, our lead engineer over there, he, he's very serious about his coffee, you know, and- oh, he's an the, engineer. He's yeah, in there all, all day, all, the time, all, day right? all day. Yeah, the, the, the coffee is very much fueled by um, the music. And you know me, man, I'm a very, I'm a very, uh, I, I like to think I'm an observant person. I think one mm -hmm. of the things that I love just about people is being able to kind of be around them and, and see what makes them tick see what what really kind of gets them going what makes them move and coffee is also one of those things that reach man like art you know if you come intern at reach and i i went through this you have to learn how to make coffee at reach and not just like mechanic coffee like my days at goodyear like you know you need to know how to make good coffee right and it's this thing like when the coffee pot comes up you you got to get on it or else you ain't gonna get no coffee that day you know, and yeah. people take the, the coffee routine very, very serious there. But I was also insp inspired by Biz. Like this guy is a lot of people don't don't know. You don't know Biz unless you need to know Biz. Uh, and mm -hmm. if you know Biz, very special guy, man. This dude is a technology like genius. Like he just understands studio gear, how it works, what the latest thing is and when it's coming out and he's just super, super, super in it. And so, um, and the folks that reach knowing that I'm a partner at portrait, very supportive. I mean, they, they just very, yeah. very supportive, very supportive. And they're, they're all, they're always talking about Port Marcus. We see you, man, portrait. We support, we love you, man. Cool. And, um, so, you know, one of the things I oversee is our, our e-commerce store. And one of the guys on the team is like, yo, you know, what, what, what if we could carry some coffee? And I was sort of like, oh, yeah, I think we can make that happen. <laughs> um, and so just from the branding side, uh, you know, I thought it made a whole lot of sense. I thought it went right yeah. in with um, what Reach is doing. And then, you know, down to the name, the preamp, you know, it's like that studio gear, I really pulled from my relationship and the things I learned from biz to say like, yo, the preamp is kind of like what coffee is to, what the preamp is to the music process, coffee is okay. to the person. The preamp amplifies the sound so that you get good sound quality and it, it makes it receivable, makes it yeah, you know, loud yeah. enough and crisp and clear. And coffee, you know, it, it you have a good cup, it gets you going, it, it kind of amplifies your your system, you know, so you can get into the day. Um, and, and like an engineer might make a beautiful record, a, you know, a person get that right cup of coffee you can make you can make a beautiful day. And I think for Reach, man, like just what Reach stands for and what it does, it's an opportunity 
to further create community. You know, a good cup of coffee shared between two people, it, it can it can spark dialogue and it can spark yeah. conversation. And what we're doing at Reach is it's all about, you know, what, what we believe mm-hmm. is the most important, you know, conversation you can have. Uh, with the person, so you bring all that stuff together, man, and that's that's where the preamp, that's where the reach, getting into the coffee game, kind of you know comes from. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. That's cool. And I saw that you guys also just won Artisan of the Year for Slow Food Atlanta. So, what's it like to be recognized in your city like that, especially since your whole mission was to kind of give back to Atlanta? I mean, it's it's huge, man. Um, I think so. We won. I think Eater had named us a top top coffee shop, uh, top twenty coffee shop in Atlanta before we our cafe is still not open. Um, that was my next question. Yeah, uh, we, we we can talk about that. And then yeah. um, at Atlanta ATL magazine, uh, we were on the cover of that at the end of the year. So they, you know, there was the recognition there. And then we won a Sprudgy Award which Sprudgy is like the Grammys of coffee. Um, and oh, that, right. that that award was for a most notable roaster. And then this one, um, and it, you know, those things are special, man. I mean, I think we have sort of this internal model where we're certainly not chasing those things uh, because that, that can become a, um, a distraction from the work, from, from, from what it is that we're actually mm-hmm. trying to do. Uh, but it matters. It matters a whole lot because, again, it, it authenticates the mission. There are some conversations that we're having right now um, to bring awareness to some international crisis, some international humanitarian yeah. efforts. And that, that stuff's going to gonna go come live here pretty soon. But when you have those accolades behind you, it authenticates. Now we can say, hey, OK, cool. You know, if, if, the, if the people if the gatekeepers of the coffee community love our coffee, love what we're doing, great. Then that means we're going to be able to use that as a platform, um, you know, to, to get people to buy into some of these more important issues. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, you, you mentioned, I saw like even way back, like at points last year, be like, Oh, coffee, you know, the coffee shop portrait is coming, blah, blah, blah. And then COVID happened. So I'm sure that caused lots of delays. Um, So that's still not here yet. Uh, so maybe talk about that a little. And also, are you are you actually roasting the coffee from that facility? Is there a separate facility? Like, what's that whole dynamic? Yeah, yeah. so we we're going to open the cafe up. COVID happened and we pivoted um, last year, March. This time, this is about a year ago. We pivoted and said, OK, let's focus on e-commerce. Because prior to that, we were doing pop-ups all around Atlanta and people okay. would show up. Okay. And it was a real... It was a real cool, cool thing, real good community. Um, and so since that time, we've we focused on the construction at the roastery in the basement. So, yes, we're roast. We do roast the coffee um, in our facility right here in Atlanta. It's like, man, it's like a three minute drive from my house, from all of nice. our houses. We all live here, you know, in a, mm-hmm. in a triangle. I'm on the southwest side. I uh, said so we're roasting the coffee. Um, and yeah, man, yeah, it's, it's starting out. We were, uh, there was a shop here in Atlanta, uh, peach coffee. They were letting us talk. They were letting us rent space on their equipment. Uh, so my okay. buddy, my buddy Aaron was waking up at like five o'clock driving, you know, 45 minutes outside of town to roast a couple hundred pounds a week, you know, bring it back, bust it down and, and get it out, uh, get it out to people. But as of a couple of weeks ago, we're roasting at our own spot and Aaron doesn't have to drive up uh, uh, 40 minutes outside the city anymore. So, yeah. And then 
that that's awesome so it's just so basically you're just putting a storefront on the the roasting facility well so it's it's two our property is um it's two levels in the basement in the back is, okay. the, roast, is okay. the roaster and the, the cafe will actually be upstairs so now that we've finished construction on the roaster and that's where the team is working out of now we'll start construction on the cafe upstairs and so people will be able to come in and have a full retail experience with the shop Okay. And what's, what's the ETA on that? Or are you, are you no longer doing that because of everything? Man, I, yeah, we would like to have it open this summer. Um, so we, we've talked a little bit about doing kind of doing the pop-ups out of the roastery again, like it's kind of popping up the back. It's a garage style deal. So people can come up, you know, we'll have it open, yeah. get you, get you some coffee, uh, kind of catch a vibe. Uh, but hopefully by the summertime, you know, we can, we can have the, uh, construction of the cafe done. Yeah. So I, I know the, the meticulous marketer in you kind of, I know you kind of do things step by step, but is there a plan that you guys have or have come up with after the shop is open? Like, is this like, can we franchise this? Can we build a bigger production line? Or is it like, man, we just got to open the store first? I mean, it's a, a lot of the conversations we have internally, man, it, it, it's, it's, I think we're at a place now, even generationally, man, where there's just a lot of questions about what it means to be an entrepreneur. And, you know, mm -hmm. one of the conversations that we have is sort of this idea that you have to become Amazon or bust, right? And we yeah. really want to try to shy away from that. You know, um, I just had my, my, my first child in January, which was a month after we went public with the whole business. My buddy Aaron is getting ready to have his first child. And we don't want this thing to be something that like takes us away from our children, you know, and from right. our families, yeah. you know, John, our other partner, he has a family and, you know, he's, he's very much a community man as him, himself. So we don't want this thing. We don't want to get caught up in chasing big for big sake and, and, and that this thing turn into something that's going to, you know, pull us away from our families. Um, at the same time, yeah, man, we've had people reach out about, you know, man, you guys should come to Alabama, got some retail space down here for you. You should check out. You know, folks, you know, in Greenville, South Carolina are asking around as other other uh, real estate mm -hmm. offers that have been put on the table around the city of Atlanta. But I think as much as it pertains to the cafe, we really, really, really want to establish a presence um, and a name for great hospitality. So that's that's going to be the focus we want when you come to Portrait yeah. on the southwest side, man, we want you to experience great great hospitality right like that's the other that's the other side of this story um and then further i think what what we're looking at now is beginning to use um the coffee as a platform um to tell to tell bigger stories so like i said there's some some um international humanitarian crisis that we've been made privy to yeah uh, so yeah. we're gonna you know we're gonna start getting after some of those issues and using what we have to, to bring some awareness so awesome man uh, so let's talk real quick about some of the flavors. The the flavors you guys have are based on location or based on people. You got Rwanda, Peru, Costa Rica, Ethiopian. Then you got Stacy, Tony, Barry, Founders Coffee. So what what's the significance of you know those names and those locations for the coffee? Yeah, so I mean the the locations are very much where the coffee is being sourced from. Right. So again, like you know, when you see Ethiopia, you know you are you can already assume that you got a strong blueberry hopping up out that thing, right? Like that that's kind of you know I'm I'm also really into sneakers, and so like the Ethiopian coffee is like the Air Jordan of coffee. Okay. 
okay. um, if you will. So you see that region, you know what's up, you know, you know what you're getting. Um, then once you start getting into some of the other things, uh, like the Stacy, right? Like that was an homage to Stacy Abrams and all the work that she had done here mm -hmm. uh, in a, in Atlanta as a community organizer, and you know the role that she played in Atlanta and Georgia, you know, being a, a significant player in our mm -hmm. nation's um, political uh, scene, um, just as well as some of the other, just some of the other ways that she's been a positive force in the community. So we wanted to honor her and name in a bag after her. Uh, secondly, uh, Barry, my buddy Aaron, um, he's very much into Barry Jenkins and his film. And um, that was another opportunity to pay homage to a black person um, that we really look up to who we mm -hmm. felt is it bears a, a parallel you know he's his film touches on um aspects of representation for black folks that is yeah. is, is 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 new it's just sort of it's sort of avant-garde so uh there's that and then tony uh john our uh, you know other partner very much into tony morrison so you know just wanting to bring some some significance to her or to pay homage mm -hmm. to her work and bring some um yeah it's heightened awareness around around her work and so We've got a, uh, if you ever get a chance to come to Atlanta, um, one of our pop-ups, we did a, uh, a cardamom uh, spiced um, milk based coffee drink. It's called the Aunt Viv. Um, and that, you know, I, I'm very much a Fresh Prince guy. I grew up on that. And so you can go to some ice cream shops around town and they carry the Aunt Viv. Nice. Um, Which one is it though? Is uh, it the big, OG one or the new one? Oh, it's this OG, man. Definitely. And, but, but it's up to you. It's how you order it. So if you were to come to the pop up, it's a little bit of play on it. If you want it with extra milk, then you know what you're getting into there. <laughs> if, you want, if you want it as it comes, we're talking, we're talking OG and beer. Man. Um, so lastly, you know, how important is it to support local businesses and communities, especially during this crazy time? Like, I mean, you, you, you actually get to be part of both aspects. Like, you get to see how the music industry has changed throughout COVID and now you're dealing with retail and production. And so you, I'm sure you have a lot of perspective on this. Yeah, I think, um, man, and there was a point in time at which entrepreneurship was definitely about the small guy, right? Like many, most people, most businesses were started so people could just support their families. It wasn't, about the way that we see it now. It wasn't about sort of yeah. becoming a, a national or a global you know, mm -hmm. uh, deal. Um, and so I think there's a trend happening in our nation where I think we're kind of slowly getting back to that, where people are starting businesses out of necessity and as a means to really just support yeah. their families. And I think when you support a small business, that's what you're buying into. You're buying into that person who is supporting their families, especially locally, right? Like you're investing in the character of your city. So folks know, and when you come to Atlanta, you know, there's a couple shops, Spiller Park, Chrome Yellow, now Portrait Coffee, right? Like that, those things are associated. And yeah. you're, you're actually investing in the ecosystem of your city. You're making your city, you're making your neighborhood, your community a destination. Cause you can't go anywhere. Just You can't just go anywhere and get these things, right? And, yeah. and have these experiences, I think with COVID, especially so many people are losing their jobs here in Atlanta. We've seen some staple restaurants and bars and things close, things that we thought yeah. were just gonna be a part of the community forever. They're, they, they're not making it. And, and what wow. you're doing 
is you're 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 supporting you actually you're supporting your neighborhood you're supporting your community you're supporting your city by by supporting a, a small or a local business yeah you keep that dollar circulating mm -hmm. around your community mm -hmm. uh yeah that's awesome man so any anything uh anything else you want to add say you can you could throw some plugs in there for portrait or whatever you got coming yeah man i mean we're we're very thankful uh for what's going on um at portrait i mean it really is the type of thing that the community has pushed it forward we talk about it all the time i mean it's a google mm -hmm. has has supported us um so so many individuals and so many other uh organizations have supported portrait i think one thing i want to call people's attention to and we're going to talk about this over at portrait is the tigray genocide that's going on um over in ethiopia and it's very hard for us to wrap our heads around some of these um foreign uh, humanitarian issues and foreign humanitarian crisis, but I would encourage everyone to check out the hashtag Tigray Genocide, that's T-I-G-R-A-Y Genocide. Find out what's going on over there in Ethiopia, the birthplace of coffee, right? Like they, Ethiopia gave us coffee and now we wanna do our part um, to use coffee to bring the world back to Ethiopia. So. That's awesome, man. Appreciate hearing that. and. Uh, where where could everyone follow you follow portrait coffee yeah yeah so i mean i'm I'm on instagram marcus hollinger first name last name uh you can follow portrait coffee uh at at portrait coffee here on uh on instagram and listen man do you do you chef it up in the kitchen at all are you a cook or you're just a coffee maker i i do a little bit of both man i gotta give it up my wife's a great cook uh we've been been trying our hand at eating vegan uh lately and that's been she's been making some some cool meals um i like to use the big green egg i'm a, I'm an egghead so any chance i get to go out there and get on the egg make a pizza or you know make some nice or something like that i love 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 um doing that so well you gotta send something submit something to this page so we can post you or if you want to make a a video of, of Marcus Hollinger's how to make the perfect coffee for dads. I will post that. That would, that'd be pretty funny. Oh but man. Sure. Yeah. You got to send me something, but man, I, I really, I really appreciate you. This is, this is the first time I'm doing this on this page. So sorry that, that you were the Guinea pig, but hopefully this is the first of, of like many conversations based around food and local businesses and, you know, health and, and stuff like that, which is something I'm really passionate about. And it's totally away from music. So it's like a, a break for yeah, me, as yeah. I'm sure for you too. It's like something, something different that you get to do. Like Absolutely. literally for you, refreshing, like a nice yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, man, so we'll see where this comes. So I appreciate you giving me the time, man, and, uh, really enjoying seeing the journey. Like as soon as I saw it, like co-founder of something next to your name, I was like, Oh, what's Marcus doing? And I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get him on plated by dads because now he's a dad too. Yeah, so man. this is good, Absolutely. man. You, you joined the club. So you Absolutely. got a lot going on in this last year or so. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's all, it's all good stuff, man. I'm, I'm just happy to be alive and happy to have some energy to bring some light, man. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited about what you're doing right here. Any thank way you. I can support, man, let me know. All right. Yeah. Send, send me that, send me that Marcus special of whatever you got and got that'll, you, that'll help. I got you. All right, man. I got you. Peace. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Take it easy. All right, man. All right, everyone. So that was Marcus, senior vice president of Reach Records, is a hip hop label. If you've heard of Lecrae and
Minio. They are on that label. And he is also the co-founder, and this is the reason why we're here, of Portrait Coffee, a local Atlanta-based coffee roaster now shop that's coming. Again, my name is Justin Sarachik. Uh, you can follow me at that, at Justin Sarachik. Uh, I'll drop it in here. And of course, you can you can follow this page, Plated by Dads. And if you are a dad, please submit your best plates. If you're a dad and you cook terrible, but you think it would be really funny and entertaining for people to see, send me that too. Uh, it's a Plated by Dads. That would that'd be really funny. Um, I'm set up in my kitchen. I'm never set up in my kitchen. But uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Special thank you to Marcus. Everybody check out Portrait Coffee. And I'm not sure who's going to be next, but there's going to be plenty of content coming on this page. I'll see you all next time. Peace.